and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Yes, it's me, the most hated guy in the podcast, the lawmaker, the Scottish big dog, Armin Lucas here with another special. This is the next episode in our Mount Rushmore season. This is Tag Team's highly debated topic but before we get into the good stuff we'll do a bit of housekeeping please again if you haven't already subscribe to us at suplex retweet at facebook instagram twitter we're also on youtube suplex retweet and we've got a brand new spanking fancy website eat sleep suplex retweet.com come and have a look it's got all the new articles especially with the new wwe raw superstar piper niven go and have a listen it's an excellent listen now we've done all that Mount Rushmore. This is where you talk about the greatest and the best of any topic. Sadly, I couldn't get that ESSR. I got the degenerate list. So I will introduce them all. Firstly, this participant has more personalities than Mick Foley. I'm not sure which one is. I'm going to take a stab in the dark. David Campbell, are you there? Well, Alan, if you keep on the, the cusp of pop culture, you'll realise that Batman, according to Warner Brothers, is not allowed to go down. Uh, on anyone, but going down is exactly what everyone else on this podcast is going to do today, because I'm going to be damned if all four of my picks for Mount Rushmore did not end up on that mountain by the end of it. Carve them in, in stone, Alan. It's going to happen. Wait, oh, when he started saying about going down on things, I was like, have I come to the right session or not? But then he continued. <laughs> he then continued, and I'm bitterly disappointed. Listen, Alright, if you want that action, you know you know the sites you can go to. Uh, don't bring that to ESSR, that's all I'm saying. Well, speaking of that action, this next panellist has an eclectic drinking sense. He also has an eclectic clothing sense. And it makes me wonder what the hell his porno history is like. It's probably Mickey Mouse wanking off. Yes, it's our resident sheep shagger, Grant McGrobby. Oh, wait, how do, how do I get sheep? I'm leaving a chukta. That is outrageous. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to make a point as well. Mr. Campbell pointed out that he wants everything to be set in stone. It's a good thing that he did say it was in stone because knowing his competence, he would have probably made it it would and he would get burned as he's going to get with his arguments. <laughs> wow. Very good. Talk, Very good. I love it. Now, this next panellist, the war cry is, I'm not crying, you're crying. Well, I can tell you for a fact, she's crying. That is the Bathlon Princess. It's Sarah Grieve. I tell you, I'm not crying. You're crying. No, I'm... I'm not crying today, as much as I feel like crying. But no, I'm happy. I'm wearing my best friend's t-shirt because there's no way that they're going to make it to the mountain. So they need to get represented. You need to give the people what they want. That's confidence there. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Love it. And lastly, this next man. What do we say about a man that everyone knows? Well, I thought I'd put a wee list together. And then I realised... It really was they worth it. So here it is. This man hates being right because it'd mean putting a tick next to what he said. And he hates that because it'd be endorsing Nike. He's the walking Adidas catalogue. <laughs> it is Mr. Kwaku Adidas Ajay. Yes, come holler your boy. Three strikes for the win, as always. I happen to be only wearing two Adidas items right now. And no, folks, I am not naked, so get that out of your head. I'm disappointed. I'm not going for the trifecta. Shame. <laughs> so yes, we've moved on now. We have our panel and we're going to start talking about who should be in our Mount Rushmore. So as you're aware, we've had these shows before. 
I'm not going to be saying much other than basically I'm just going to stir the pot when I feel like it and I'm going to let the guys give their list of who should be in the Mount Rushmore. The only thing I've done in this, in this case is it's first come first ever who gets to put forward the inductees. So I'm going to pick somebody at random and I'm going to go with the person who actually got all theirs through last and it was a shame because they didn't get to put all their picks in but they've still got some cracking picks. So I'm going to start with the Bath Pond Princess. Sarah. Get up, you Sarah. Get up, you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Name your four. See the time that it took me to go wash my hair, right? I literally, I went, I went to say, if I get your picks in, and I was in my wash, my hair came back, and I was like, you what? So, uh, part of my four picks. So, my first one is Edge and Christian. The so. second one I have is the Lucha Brothers. I have also got the picks of SCU, and then I have the team of Red Dragon. So Sarah, tell us why these should be in the Mount Rushmore. Right, well, Edge of Christian, it's obvious, alright, multi-time tag team champions. They're one of the most popular and well-known tag teams in the entire industry. They are the masters of the five-second pose, because you need to have a five-second pose no matter where you go, but also when it comes to TLC, you've got to have Edge and Christian as part of it. Like they are part of the trifecta of making that beautiful match. And also the fact that they got the beautiful reunion at the start of the year that we all, mainly me, wanted. <laughs> so that's my put it forward for Edge and Christian. For the Lucha Brothers, I mean, you've got Ray Phoenix and Penta El Zero Mieno. You can't go wrong. They are beautiful, they are high flyers, and they scare the living shit out of you. So when it comes to non-WWE tag teams, you've got to go for the Lucha Brothers, and that's why I'm, I'm endorsing them. My next pick is CU. I mean, you can't really go wrong. It depends on which tag team variation that I want to go for, but I want to go for the team of Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, my beautiful boys because as much as it saddened me that they broke up this year you still can't deny how good they are together and as soon as you hear the SCU you have to go SCU <laughs> and then my last team you have Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly as Red Dragon now they are NXT Tag Team Champions they are Ring of Honor tag team champions in the past and they have made such a good career that when they debuted the entire place at TakeOver went mental so that's why Red Dragon are my other endorsements Well I have to say that's a solid lineup. I won't lie you've been, you were actually the last one to come through and see if I didn't know it by Edge and Christian I was genuinely horrified and then you there I was like thank god I did not want to be the person who just picked and goes love Edge and Christian and you're all sitting there going I didn't want to be that guy so thank you for picking <laughs> solid lineup, by the way all of them cracking teams I'm going over to the panel guys what do you think? Edge and Christian yeah I mean and see for me, like I'm, I'm not gonna say who I picked, but of that, uh, I want to touch on Edge and Christian, and it's very fair. See for me, I had to put in one of the teams from the TLC, kind of the whole thing with the Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. For me, that choice, it has to be one of them. 
one of them has to go in, but it has to be who your personal favourite of them was. And obviously Sarah's going to have Edge and Christian in there because she loves Christian. I don't think she's made that clear, but she does love Christian. Um, so that one, I can't argue with that one, to be honest. Just that I have a different favourite, but you know what I mean? Everyone's going to have their favourite, so it's, it's kind of hard to... Um, to kind of put put something in on that front, so you can't really argue with that. I, right. I, I would like to put that just to elaborate on that point a bit, Quacky, because I actually agree with you. I, I do think only one of those TLC picks can go in, but for me, Edge and Christian are probably the weakest choice of the three. And I know they won both those TLC matches back in the day, but if you look at the longevity of those three tag teams, Edge and Christian spent a proportionally shorter time together as a tag team and I'm not disputing how good Edge is and how good Christian is but weren't their bigger success weren't their star making moments as singles competitors and not as part of a tag team which is what we're discussing today so that would be my argument against Edge and Christian as for the other three teams Sarah's got here I think I'm going to surprise people as the guy who usually comes in and it comes against AEW sometimes in, in the indies and you know I'm known as a, a sort of WWE mark She's got three very, very good tag teams there, but I think that she shot herself in the foot because I think our responsibility with this Mount Rushmore, we need to cover all bases. They're all three modern tag teams. Are all three of them going to get in? I'm not so sure. Well, just just to add to some of the way, out of the Dudley Boys and the Hardys and Edge and Christian, which one of them has a podcast? <laughs> Edge and Christian, that's right. Mic drop! Literally. <laughs> show on the WWE Network. Edge and Christian, double my job. Grant, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue the Edge, Edge and Christian pick. Uh, Lucha Bros, quite quite bold, because they're a team that I don't really think, I've not really seen have much tag team gold. I've seen them more as singles. Choice. I see them more as singles guys than I do, despite the fact that I have seen them in possible one of the best tag matches I've ever seen in person against LAX, Fight Club Pro, Drag, Dream Tag Team Invitational, Night 3, a few years back. It's uh, SEU, you've got that question, which variant do you choose? Yeah, it has to be, it has to be Kazarian and, and Daniels. Sorry, Scorpio. <laughs> but that's your definitive pick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> oh, forgetting the last picks, those are impressive ones. It's hard to argue some of them. <laughs> Fair enough. So we'll move on now to our next person to pick, and it's going to be Mr. David Campbell to go over his picks. And David, you've one of them you've went out there that nobody else has thought along those lines. Mm. So I'm going to open up to you. Take mm. it away. Well, at first I was I was utterly raging that we couldn't like overlap because there was one team I really wanted on, but. I'm actually glad that I've been given this opportunity because, like you said, Alan, it allowed me to put someone in I really wanted to. I think, first and foremost, on a serious note, Harlem Heat need to be on this Mount Rushmore. They are my number one. If you talk, you talk about representation in wrestling, Harlem Heat came up at a time where black wrestlers were not represented, especially in WCW down south which was the old boys club and not only did they succeed they exceeded any barrier any expectations and became undisputably the greatest tag team in that company's 
history. Great matches with the likes of the Steiners down the road. And you look at the longevity, they were there from the early days of WCW, going through many different managers that are teamed with sensational Sherry Martell. What a pairing of a tag team and a manager that was. Go back and watch some of the footage if you haven't of that. And Jacqueline as well, teaming with them later on into their run. And Booker T obviously wouldn't have single success, but it wouldn't have happened without the ground swell that happened with Harlem Heat at the start of his career. They need to be on here. I'm going to counter Sarah's Edge and Christian with the Dudley boys. Get the tables and it's exactly what I'm talking about. Edge and Christian, a tag team, relatively short time in their careers. Dudley boys had a run in ECW, having legendary encounters with the likes of Rob Van Dam and Sabu. If you've not checked out those tag matches, oh, oh my God, Van Hardcore Wrestling, forget about it, forget about it. And then you go on and you look at their work in TLC. Sarah's already made that argument. Those three teams redefined what it meant to be tag teams in that era. They made tag teams a main event spot in the Attitude Era. It was fantastic. But then when the Hardys go away, they have their singles runs. Edge and Christian go away, have their singles runs. The Dudleys went over to TNA Impact, became Team 3D and had arguably one of the better runs of their career against teams like LAX and America's Most Wanted and the Motor City Machine Guns. You know, great encounters in the early days of that company. Someone else I'm going to bring up, Modern Era Tag Team Series named a couple of few good ones. No one defines modern tag team wrestling quite like the New Day, Big E, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston. They have been the most successful tag team. And not only this, they made tag team wrestling box office again. At one point, those guys, their merch was outselling anyone in the company, anyone else in WWE. Alan is sneezing. He's had a reaction to the New Day because that's what happens when the New Day come out. You get a reaction. They had the biggest crowd pops any night. Matches against the Usos, matches against Rowan, and the late great Brody Lee, God rest your soul, if you want to talk about some of his best action, talk about the magic he made in the ring with the New Day, a lot of the time in the pre-show, and it was undeservedly on the pre-show. Great tag team title range. And who else am I going to bring up last? But the women. I'm going to bring up the Australian duo, otherwise known as the Iconics. And hear me out for this, because you want to talk about two women who made the most out of nothing. Every opportunity that the former Billy Kay and Peyton Royce were given in WWE, they took. They took Royal Rumble moments, Evolution moments, ev Evolution, the Elimination Chamber, coming in, winning the Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania to one of the biggest pops of that night. We're talking about wrestling, we're talking about sports entertainment, and not only were Billy Kay and Peyton Royce top class athletes put on some great matches back in NXT. Check out the Fatal 4-Way with Asuka and I think it was Nikki Cross if you, you want to forget about that because they had a great performance that night. They put the entertainment in this. Alright, and in terms of women's tag team wrestling, WWE have shot themselves in the foot by releasing those two Australian women because there's not been a greater women's tag team in history than the Iconics. I rest my case, ladies and gentlemen. Love the passion here, David. I'm opening up to the panel. Sarah, you know, you're itching to go. Let's see what you're going to say. You let him have his way and change his tag team. And he didn't even do the noise. I'm absolutely exactly. disappointed. I think he's disqualified oh, just for that. Just to make this clear, right? Just to make this clear. <laughs> <laughs> David at this point before he but he picked like only had, had three teams in, he didn't have a fourth. This was the fourth. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. I mean if we're gonna talk about women's tag team wrestling, 
then obviously you do have to go to, over to like towards TNA and Impact when they basically were well ahead of their time. When you've got like the variations of the beautiful people and everything, like I know like Angelina Love and Velvet Sky or maybe the choir taste, but when you talk about women's tag team wrestling, you've got to push yourself to that side as well and take them into consideration. Um, you can't really go wrong with Nudie, but what variation of tag team? Because that's a stable. Well, I mean, well. if you're asking me the question, then it's no, it's no slight to Xavier Woods, but. Your, your memory of the New Day is Kofi and Biggie in the ring and Mr. Woods outside with uh, Francesca, whatever numbered version of uh, Francesca that is. <laughs> so I know he's a talented wrestler in his own right, but if you're forcing me to pick, <laughs> then I think it's obvious the duo that I'm going to pick for the New Day. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't I've, know. Well, I've had to pick the ICU, so... Th- this is quite awkward <laughs> because I actually had New Day on my list as well, so I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I was last. David Campbell was before, like just before me, apparently. So it must have just been an oversight, Quacky. It must have just yeah, been an oversight. Or maybe because they're so doubly good. That's true. That's true. Excuse me, I took my breath away. That debate. Oh, please, please don't die in us, Alan. All right. Don't worry, I'm negative. Just saying. <laughs> Grant, what's your thoughts on David's picks? Uh, the weak one for me, the Dudleys. I've never been enamoured with their in-ring work. Um, fantastic character work, but I feel in-ring, and you know what, I'm just going to say it, Bully Ray is a bit of a dick. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's a well-known fact. I mean, I mean, yes, I know he looks like one of the Kernahans and we don't want to go and get the wrath of them, but you know, it's, I, I've just never been, to me, like, didn't get me wrong, Dudley's are probably the longest stand of those tag teams, but I just feel that you're you're really like reaching trying to say that Edge and Christian were the weakest of the three. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the weakest of the three. If you if you're to point out all six men's individual in ring talents, then Edge and Christian would rank very highly in that. But if we're talking about a tag team, a career tag team, then to me the Dudleys go above. <clears throat> Edge and Christian, and what are Matt and Jeff to each other anyway? Are they even brothers? It's clear to me uh, that Devon and Bubba are, are the real brothers here, uh, and, Matt and, Jeff, and Matt and Jeff are clearly pretend brothers. And so you've you've like, been watching too much Jeremy Kyle, David. <laughs> I, must say, I must say, you know, that's a, I'm not necessarily disagreeing, I'm, I'm neutral, but I'm just going to say that's a bold statement because they're the most decorated tag team in history. That's a bold statement, I'm just saying it. That's oh, definitely it's, it is a bold one. I mean, I, I'd even be bold enough to say that the new day, I I wouldn't choose them until they've been other places in WWE. Fair enough. Well, Alan, I would like it noted for the record that no one had anything bad to say about Harlem Heat. Just uh, just so we get to the end here. <laughs> Harlem Heat's timeless classic. Like you can't you can't argue. Yeah. It. It's one of the old. It's old school. Like you know, one of the few tag teams of old school where you can't say that they've turned into racist old white men either so that's a great bonus as well <laughs> that would be something special if they did to be fair that, that would be, be, uh, that would be, that be some sort of witchcraft you know go on there Michael like Jackson <laughs> well <laughs> this well, is turned <laughs> yeah I know here's the best one. we're not going to the big debate yeah that's the best bit so <laughs> before we get to the big debate I'm going to go to the person next who was second to bring another picks and that was Grant Robbie. Grant, the floor is yours. Right, so 
I already know I'm going to get some absolute heat for some of my picks because I've, I've went really left field with them. So I'll start out with my, my kind of what would seem obvious picks. First off, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, decorated tag team. Everywhere they've been, they've held gold. They've held gold in Impact. They've held gold in WWE, New Japan. They are a dominant tag team. They were ones that definitely paved the way for foreign wrestlers in Japan. They were a big founding part of Bullet Club. Um, they've made some stuff work. I mean, don't get me wrong, they had that absolutely honking promo with The New Day. That was just, we don't talk about that with the Doctor stuff. But you can't deny that they've got un- brilliant chemistry and whether you put them in the Elite, you put them in Bullet Club, you put them with AJ, you know, just Gallows and Anderson are constant. They have always been there for each other. So that's, that's my first pick. I, I'm a big fan. And plus, Gallows. The fact that Vince didn't even realise that that's Festus. What? <laughs> is that true? Apparently that is a true story. Oh my god! <laughs> You're kidding! With all fairness, when you look past the difference in weight, it's hard to tell. So that's, that's my first pick. Um, my, my second pick, Mr. Campbell actually kind of led into them a little bit. And my second pick was the Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns. The Motor City Machine Guns are... <laughs> Campbell's picked up my accidental typo when I'm speaking there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just see him absolutely losing the plot. Um, but yes, the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin. While their tag runs perhaps aren't as long as some other teams, they've been plagued with a few injuries. Sabin, I think, is on his fourth knee now, which by all rights is completely incorrect. <laughs> or fifth, I think Sarah's pointing it to me there. But oh, them is... <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's undeniable that those two as a tag team they've had momentous runs in Ring of Honor they've done great work in TNA slash Impact um, you know they came back together unfortunately like Sabin got injured again at one point but then he came back Shelley um, he's got a real job he is actually possibly one of the best sports physiotherapists and I actually helped a ton of other wrestlers get back on track but their chemistry, their innovative moveset, they've had momentous feuds with the likes of the Bucks. Some of their stuff in Ring of Honor, absolutely nuts. So that's Motor City Machine Gun, my second pick. Third pick is where I'm going to go off field. And this is where I'm probably going to get, as, as Mr. Campbell says, picking folk that wrestled in front of 50 people. I'm going the British wrestling route. My first pick from the British wrestling side is CCK. Chris Brooks and people will be going to watch a version of CCK because CCK has had so many members that it's had Timothy Thatcher. It's had, I'm not going to say that other boy's name because we didn't talk about him after speaking out. Rhymes with, rhymes with W-A-N-K. <laughs> um, we've also got Kid Lycos. Um, you know, it's, and we've also had Jonathan Gresham, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. But the, the duo I'm going for is the Squid, Chris Brooks, and the Shitwolf, Kid Lycos. And while their runs have not been always the longest due to things like Lycos's brutal injuries, he's had a few of them to the point that he had to retire and then came back finally. But the the pop, if anyone could look back at the first time that when they went into progress, they won the Tag Team Championships in their debut and they, they, they are, the place just erupted. And they're kind of, they really embody that kind of indie wrestling 
DIY background, like they, they're they innovative and sick fucking tag moves being their signature stuff. They have a lot of fun. They connect with a normal crowd in ways that a lot of stars don't. There's something very believable about them. And in fact, when you look at the two of them, it just looks like a lanky mate and his wee short pal just having a laugh out there. It, it kind of, it's away from the money, it's away from the big, it's, it's just exciting. If you want to talk about its individual accomplishments and how it's springboarded off, well, CCK led on to Schadenfreude. And let's look at what Schadenfreude's done in the uh, the UK scene. They're, they're expanded, they've gone to America, they made it in there, they made it in Japan. They did make it in different places. So while being a little bit more left field in the fact that, yes, these guys haven't wrestled for WWE or AEW or Impact, their impact on a ground level and that kind of grassroots of tag team wrestling and influence it's had in bringing in new teams in the UK that are influenced by that is undeniable. And that's what I would put them forward as a choice. My last choice, some, pe- some people find this an odd one, but I do have a good argument with this. Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. If you're ever in a crowd and Mark Davis offers to give you a high five for the love of God, do not do it. Your hand will break. <laughs> yeah, they're, they've, they've, when I first saw them, I'll be honest, I wasn't fully enamoured. But as time's gone on and I've got to see them evolve as a team, they're brilliant. They can they can play the, the beloved faces. They had so many attempts until they finally got their belts in progress. It always felt like a merely team. That kind of that proper underdog baby face that you can get proper behind. Um, to turn and heel, joining Schadenfreude, just being complete dicks <laughs> and having fun with it. Um, but possibly their, their biggest break, and I get the feeling they're going to end up there again, is when they won the right, when they were at Rev Pro, to take on the Gorillas of Destiny for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Championships on New Japan Show when they were in London. Over 5,000 people witnessed that match. The absolute atmosphere. And the two of them showed they can hang with the best of the best. They were hanging with pretty much New Japan's top ever tag team for Reigns and everything like that. The top guys, they were hanging with them. And while wrestling's not on over here, they're back in Australia. And where are they doing? They're making waves again. And I can guarantee by the time we're going into this point next year, they will be back in New Japan. They will be making waves and people will take notice. These are teams that are criminally underrated. So that's why I've got went for those picks. Really good picks. I mean, I'm a massive fan of motorcycle machine guns. Got to be honest, here. really good picks for that. All up to the panel. What's everyone's thoughts on Grant's picks? Motorcycle machine guns are like inevitable. Yeah, inevitable not to be put in the Mount Rushmore because I've got all the four best ones here. Ooh. Ooh. I do have to, I have to interfere. It seems the panel has been split on this one. I, I will say that I think Grant, similarly to Sarah. The Good Brothers and Motorcycle Machine Guns come from this sort of modern era, so competing against each other. Having said that, if they're competing for the modern era spot in the Rushmore, I think Motorcycle Machine Guns might be the one that I would take a back seat and say, hey, you know, I watched TNA back at back in day. I've caught bits and pieces of career since then. The Motorcycle Machine Guns are by far one of the, if not the greatest tag team of the 21st century. If you look at their overall body of work, I, I can't deny the Motorcycle Machine Guns, even if the Good Brothers aren't to my personal taste. 
event, I'm not going to come out here and say like the 50 people line. It's funny as it would be anyone who sets foot in a professional wrestling ring deserves respect. They're putting their body on the line for entertainment, regardless of where that be, regardless of how many days they need to work around the country. But the simple fact of the matter for me is that Mount Rushmore, you know, in real life, it was the greatest presidents of all time up until that point the top of scale of American politics. For me, you know, you're looking at the, the top of American wrestling. If Grant's saying the New Day can't be considered because they're only their work in WWE, then I think we need to have a look at, you know, people who haven't been on that big televised scale also, you know. So that would be my only argument against them. All respect to all four teams, but if this Mount Rushmore, the Motor City Machine Guns are the one for me that I'm thinking they're probably going to get on. I mean, if you're talking about them being modern, do you know when they debuted, David? as a team together. I'm going to say like 2002. It was about 2006, so the past right. 15 years, yeah. they've on, technically on off in a tag team, so mm -hmm. they are quite a long running tag team and have carried a lot of tag team wrestling throughout the, like not just in TNA, but like all across 100%. different promotions. So that's why like, Motor City Machine Guns was also one of my picks, so damn you Grant. But it's okay. I forgive you. I, I forgive think we're, you. I think to take from it, we're all, you know, we all think the machine guns are, are great. They are inevitable. The last bit. Yeah. Well, so now, as you're probably aware, you know who's going to be picking last. And this is where you're going to be realising why you didn't get the picks you all wanted, because he was in by the three seconds after I sent that message was oh like, I was in there I was in there because I had to protect myself from all corners oh. Quacky was in there faster than the brisket by the way he was in there rapid <laughs> Quacky it's over to you okay so as I said I kind of had the feeling that you had to pick one of the teams from the TLC era and for me that has to be the hardest the to me, the more consistent of the teams there that have won tag team gold and different promotions and uh, done very great things. They've done great things individually as well, but most of the time, the tag, as a tag team, as a unit, everyone remembers WrestleMania 33 when they came back as the Hardy Boys. Look at that pop after so long away from WWE and still to get a reception like that just incredible you have to put them in now this is where it's interesting because my next pick is actually david's uh, david's pick as well so i put in the new day so i don't expect any arguments from you david on that one no so no because you have to doubly put them in the thing for me is that the new day are 13 time tag team champs the people that have really brought wrestling uh, to such a mainstream to a different level and just engages so many different people into wrestling the, the way they work and it's all three of them i'm not going to sit here and, and uh, argue on the cases of two of them or whatever for me they are they are they use the free birds real properly and it doesn't matter which two are in the ring they're all in sync they wear the same costumes they wear the same uh, clothing they do the uh, all work as a unit as a tag team despite the fact that there were three individual people put together the package they have created in the new day is just the best they are going in as well now 
I have gone for an independent pick, and to me, there's no other. You you could you could forget your Motor City machine guns. You could forget your Red Dragons and your CCK and all that kind of stuff. The peep to me, the people that have done it best on the independent scene is no one else but the Young Bucks to have done all their work in the independent scene and get so many tag team gold across the world to then be the tag team front of a new promotion that is formed to get all those numbers and get all those people engaged in a show that has some of the best tag teams on display on network tv that is why you have to have the young bucks in and the next team who i think is the pioneers of it all the first team that i saw that looked the same worked together had unique characters and just brought in hell and raised the roof that has got to be the road warriors legion of doom because i said so put them in they all and by the way they take the box for across the world all japan pro tag team champions as well as wwe nwa the list is endless put them all in why are we even discussing this let's go uh, now see if i had said generation me would you would you have thought that was a different tag team alan no i noticed the young box <laughs> damn it <laughs> i was a big tna fan back then i watched tna religiously generation me <laughs> And the new no. clack had taken it. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to see David's reaction because I I can see him gearing up for like a big celebration. Then he kind of had to stop himself there. So let me um let me just say this: <laughs> Legion of Doom needs to go on the the Mount Rushmore. In my opinion, they they call it the LOD pop. You know, the, there was no tag team that defined main event tag team wrestling back in the day than the Legion of Doom. Like Klaku said, they did it all across the world. When you ask every layman on the street who they associate with tag team wrestling, no one touches the Road Warriors. I, I, I think that's beyond reproach. New Day, I had them on my list, can't say much about that. Hardy Boys, we've already sort of argued, we're probably going to get into which one of those three teams should go on later on. I wouldn't waste my breath on that now. However, there is one team in your your list I take umbrage with, and that is the Young Bucks, and here is why. The Young Bucks in the ring are really, really talented athletes who have defined a style and have changed a style for the better or for worse, that's your personal taste. They have done it all across the world. I would argue, however, that in a company that has so many great tag teams at its disposal, the Young Bucks have suffocated that division. I don't think the Young Bucks have the best character work on display. I think they're booked inconsistently. They book themselves, so that is also a criticism of the Young Bucks. Um, and I, I truly believe that if the Young Bucks were to go onto this Mount Rushmore, it would be the biggest injustice of the night. Um, as someone I do not want to see on that, I think that motorcycle machine guns are head and shoulders above the Young Bucks in terms of integrity of this list. The Young Bucks should be kept off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because on the actual <laughs> Mount Rushmore, all four of them had high morals, didn't they? <laughs> Come on. But <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna throw this one you Quacker. You do realise that when you pick the bucks you chose guys that wear Nike and not Adidas. Does that not conflict mm. with your own morals and ethics? I know. <laughs> Barry, can I just say I I'm wish you could see this because the faces these guys are all pulling by me, I'm just cracking. <laughs> like we 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 can't be on about Eddie Christian. See those jaw was at our feet 
Like, literally, can you scoot down and pick her up? She, she looks like she wanted to concerto, David. <laughs> I mean, like, just to sort of bring it back before we start taking the piss out of my face, alright? Um, Young Bucks, I, as much as they have been big pioneers for tag team wrestling throughout the entire world, like, they're talented, they do well, like, they're multi-time like tag team champions, like tag team wrestlers of the year and whatnot. It does feel like like the last time that I ever felt like properly surprised when it came to the Young Bucks was when Private Party went over them in the first round of the tag team tournament um, to crown the inaugural champions at AEW. Like that was the big shocker that um, that they went out in the first round and you're like, oh, maybe they're not going to be so selfish. Or, they're going to put everyone else over and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, they turn heel and they, they get the titles. And I'm like, but I, I'm the biggest advocate for, you know, giving the tag team titles. Oh, see, on that, <laughs> they are the young bucks. I think if, if they never won the AEW Tag Team Championships, right, with all the accolades they've got across the world and whatever have you, I think we would all be sitting here saying, they're doing it soon, they're doing it soon, they're doing it soon. I mean... I mean, you form your own promotion. I bet you'd make yourself champion in a heartbeat. I mean, I definitely would, but that's not the argument we're having here. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 David Campbell, David Campbell, you and forming your own uh, wrestling promotion, you'll make yourself the world heavyweight, the cruiserweight, the women's tag team, six man tag champion. Exactly. Um, I mean, you would form a royal rumble of yourself and win. <laughs> I am the new face of feminist, but like the, the thing is like. Like you say that argument, Quacker, the Young Boots would eventually have won it. So would John Cena. It doesn't mean we can c- can't complain that his title reign is complete dross after it happens. <laughs> the, the Young Box title reign has produced some good in-ring wrestling matches because that's their meat and potatoes. But everything around it has been crap. The, the, with all your picks, I can pick a, at least one or two things that is wrong at a moment in time with one of your picks. It's just the whole thing. I mean, at the start, they, you, they were absolute garbage with that whole gospel, gospel garbage. They were absolute garbage. But should we judge them on the uh, Mount Rushmore for that? No, because you look at all the other things and you look at it as a total package. As a total package, the young have to be in. I love this passion. I'm sorry, but see, see of all the tag teams that we've mentioned here that haven't done anything WWE or anything like that, Young Bucks have to be the best. Sorry. I just input one more tag team just as a wild card. The Young Bucks. No, nobody's mentioned it. And that's the Rock and Roll Express. See, it's funny you mentioned that. Nobody mentioned them! Well, not even me. Well, I had the one. I had the one. The list. I said, I've got a list. I'm going to occasionally throw names at ease this evening and throw a curveball. Now, just before we go into the big debate about who will actually make it, I just want to go over some of the listeners. Uh, so, so thank you, everyone. This this came into it. So, I'll just name a couple. Uh, Michael Devlin said the Brainbusters, the Midnight Express, the British Bulldogs, and the Road Warriors. Mm, so, yeah. Alan Laurie, KOE times four. Let's forget this episode. Make that happen. That's it over and done. Um Sean. Grant, we said that when we were recording the um, the the last show that we done together. We were saying that that was going to happen, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sean Smith put uh, lead LOD, Hardy Boys, The Midnight Express, and FTR. 
Men. No, read out his honourable mentions. He also put the beat em up biddies from goal, who should definitely <laughs> make it to Mount Rushmore. I was leaving that for you. I was leaving that one for you. I thought you'd That was uh, solid picking right pop. there, Sean. That's solid picking. So I'll mention a couple of others that were mentioned by other members of the pod. So Jack Graham, FTR. Uh, we have Mr. Sultry Voice, Gary Kernan. Legion of Doom, the Dudleys, Hardy Boys, and the Heart Foundation. No surprise there. I'm getting to you, don't worry. Our very own Sarah Smith said, Why on earth has nobody mentioned best friends? They're mentioned, you've got the t shirt, they've been plugged. Don't you worry. You've got to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Very That's true. The box. And Ryan Wilson uh, put head cheese, Legion of Doom, and he put the best version of the Hiding Rick. Uh, then he said the Funkadactyls, Cameron and Naomi, and the Basham Brothers. So uh, thank you very much for that. So, interesting choices. Yes, some very interesting choices there. So now it's the time, it's the main event, it's time for the debate. So spot number one, who are we giving it to? I'm open up to the floor. Who's going to be number one? I think that, I, honestly, no one argued with Harlem Heat. As I said before, I, I genuinely think Harlem Heat should be on Mount Rushmore without a debate. I think that's your old school pick, definitely. I think I'd go with that. Nah, I mean, I, I would, I would have discredited them as a tag team. I, I, I think right up there. However, I do personally think there's a, there's a team that should go in before them. If we're going to say the easy pick to go in, and that should be LOD. Right, to be fair, pretty much all you picked LOD. Mm. So I mean, what's your thoughts? The LOD is it I- going to? I'd like to argue, but it's hard to argue with LOD. You look at the historical significance of the Legion of Doom. Like we've talked about, they've done it all across the globe. And and while we're talking about tag teams that are quite frankly better than Animal and Hawk in the ring throughout this, but that hardly seems to matter. They were around in an era that was all about character over the top rock and wrestling connection and when you see those shoulder pads you see that face paint you hear what a rush come through the speakers in the arena you know who's coming and you know it's a big deal the legion of doom though i'd prefer harlem heat to take that number one spot i'd be prepared to cede to a tag team such as the legion of doom you're talking about old school right just to throw some uh, some mix in here as a spanner david your original pick the fabulous freebirds Right. You've also got the Von Erics. Silence. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. The Von Erics are solid picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the Mega Powers? No. <laughs> that's, that's everything that's up with tag team wrestling. It was two singles guys coming together for a story for a singles title. While it was a great moment, they weren't a great tag team. All right. Well, other groups in around that era, the Bushwhackers. <laughs> yeah. Demolition. So many Australian teams getting represented today, you've got to love it. Well, I'm just, I'm throwing just one, and this one I know for a fact, Gary, Gary and Derek Kern would really push for the Rockers. I mean, the greatest thing about the Rockers was the barbershop incident, and that was the breakup, so... <laughs> well, sorry boys, I tried. I'm surprised so, went for the headbangers. <laughs> so, are we, are we stamping LOD in? Is anyone getting objections? I stamp LOD in. LOD is the first one into the Mount Rushmore. Simple, easy, done. Next, I want I want to know who's going in next. Are we going? Is it going to be a new team, or are we just going by 
title lengths, title range, or motor city machine guns. Motor city machine guns. Are we discussing I, indies? I Anything. think we should discuss the modern uh, era of tag teams. I'd put, I'd put SCU, Lucha Brothers, Red Dragon, motor city machine guns in this race with the Young Bucks. And if we're talking about all of those tag teams and who I personally pick out of them to represent the post-2000s era of wrestling, like, I would put Motor City Machine Guns would be my pick. Get the guns. What about beer money? Beer money has great runs in CNA. Yeah, really good runs, but again, were they more successful as single stars? You know, I think think that does factor into it. Like, you know, beer money as a team were a great unit. They were a fantastic unit, especially in a TNA tag team scene that was thriving. We could talk all day, do a whole show about that tag team division in TNA back in the day. However, Beer Money, Robert Roods and uh, Cowboy James Storm were better as singles competitors going forward after Beer Money and it's like times before it. Rude already had a run with Team Canada before that. I don't think they hold a candle to more City Machine Guns. You know what I'm thinking? Eric Young and ODB. They were a very intriguing tag team. Very intriguing tag, former tag team <laughs> champions. Grant just looks disgusted in the back. <laughs> Why? I just like Why? it when hilarity <laughs> happens. All right, we all know this. I bring Santina the Cobra. That's one. One. Right. Well, listen. If you're talking about like sort of tag teams the last twenty years or so, right? Here's some other ones nobody's mentioned. What about APA? Now. Just put devil's advocate. They're a team they got a door over. Right? To the point that, in my opinion, right, they go the rock. They wouldn't even talk to him until he chapped the door. And then they would interact with him. They get bar fights into mainstream media. They lift them up and trash the bar the first night is the APA. I mean, come on. Surely they've got to be in it. Two former world champions. I will growing. never advocate anything that's got John Bradshaw Layfield in it because he is. <laughs> and you can censor this out in the Bullet Final Broadcast. He is a cunt. <laughs> okay. You well, can censor this out I, in the Final Broadcast. Here. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with everything that's been said, uh, including that assertion. Uh, but um, see, for me, and the and what is the crux if we're going to take off what's the crux of Mount Rushmore of tag team what you said about APA is all true and stuff like I for one you know being my wrestler I love stupid as they say stupid shit like that like hood rat stuff I love that they got a door over and all that stuff but in terms of the crux of Mount Rushmore of tag teams I don't know if you could put them up there in the caliber that we're talking about like in terms of like LOD, Motor City Machine Guns, Young Bucks and stuff like that. I don't think you could put them in. And what is the remit of Mount Rushmore of Tag Team? I don't know if you could put them in there. That's my personal assertion. Fair enough. As I said, I'm going to some spanners and they work to see if it would change anyone's reaction. So that yeah. fair enough. So is, are we all agreed that the Motor City Machine Guns are going in? No, Young Bucks. I, I do. Th- well, that's what I was going to say. If the Machine Guns go in, I don't think the Young Bucks can go in. That, I, that, I, I agree with that. that. I, agree I believe with it's that. a it's battle either. between those two teams yeah, for I that. I agree with that. But, and I would much prefer the Machine Guns on the condition that it means the Young Bucks will, will get nowhere near <laughs> that Mount Rushmore. You know something? I believe in your judgments, 
so I will I'm willing to see democracy rules on this front so I, I trust your judgment on this alright Sarah Grant you know, you, which one of the two is going in then I'm back in my pick I'm going with the motorcycle machine guns all the way I know the Bucks have technically probably got more titles and things like that but the motorcycle machine guns are generally more selfless overall Sarah Oh yeah, no, definitely motorcycle machine gun. <laughs> okay, I take that back. Yeah. Democracy sucks. I'm moving yes. to North Korea. Yes, thousand times yes. <laughs> and well, that's it. The motorcycle machine guns is in. We're halfway through. There's a lot of tag teams to discuss. So, uh, Grant, I'm going to come to you first. Who goes into number three? Who do you think deserves to go in? Does you want your picks go in, or does one of the picks from somebody else go in? I think my picks are kind of more like if you were going to say like right to the grassroots India, I think one of mine would be a solid pick. But I think going on the kind of grander scheme of things, I'm I'm actually going to, I'm I'm going to throw the bold one out and go with one of Sarah's picks. And th- because of even though I did argue about them being better singles wrestlers, I'm going to I'm going to point out to the Lucha Bros because they are unreal in the ring. They always give you a spectacle. They give you a show, and that's whether it's a small crowd or a huge one. I'm sorry, we just had a debate there on Young Bucks and Motor City Machine Guns. Mm-hmm. I personally think Lucha Bros should have been thrown in that mix as well yeah, there. I think Lucha Bros are weaker than the two teams yeah. we've just discussed. What Can about I? yes, the Lucha Bros, outside of TLC, the Lucha Bros and the new bu- the Young Bucks have been in the best tag team match that I've seen out with T- the TLCs, yeah. and that was mm. in the first double or nothing. They're contenders, I would say, for like... If we, if we did do like a solely modern one, then those would be two top contenders. Um, but I want to just say Edge and Christian. Well, maybe I it's want, time. One thing I'll say is I want to leave the TLC debate to the yeah. last spot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, if that's the case, if that's the case, if that if the TLC debate is number four, I, I need to strongly suggest <laughs> that Harlan Heat go in at number three because so, I will be damned if we don't have WCW representation if we don't have the tag team that defined that company's tag team division around that time and a tag team that propelled like a, a generation and inspired a generation of talent well, I, I, hand on heart Harlem Heat need to go in surely you have a heart I've got, I've got a rebuttal for that right because you mentioned the Iconics but what about the Bella Twins when it came to the evolution of women wrestling and women's tag teams. <laughs> See that you that, beat me to it. That that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, no, Sarah. But if we're going to see no. Did you have to come in with such sense? <laughs> if you're going to throw shade in here, the golden rule models, lay cool as well. Yeah. You're talking about cross applesauce. I've fallen out. I've fallen out with the golden rule models because of a certain draft incident. Um, can, I, can I actually just say, see what is just being said there about the very, I mean, this has thrown a curveball here because I, I was going to guns blazing to put all my picks in. I'm not going to lie. However, Sarah's just raised a really good point, and I, I think I'm going to do the thing that happened when I said Vince McMahon in the last yeah. show, right, where yeah. I brought in as a controversy and everyone started arguing for me and I just sat back and, and smoked my imaginary right, cigar and let y'all do I it. I get it. I, I get it. 
See, I do get it. See the Bella twins, right? Could you imagine the pop in Airdrie when uh, Stacey Smith finds out that the Bella twins are in a Mount Rushmore? Because this is the grand <laughs> opportunity to have that. And but I'm, I'm going to leave that there. I'm but we're not arguing. There. We're not arguing what's going to pop Stacey. I love Stacey. We're, I, I, love, <laughs> I, I love the Bella twins as well. But if you're talking Rushmore, if you're talking history, if you were truly to take this seriously and be responsible about this, then Booker T and, and Stevie Ray need to go into that that Rushmore because they are beyond a shadow of a doubt one of the best and if we're talking about important and I think that's the key word one of the most historically important tag teams of all time is Harlem Heat you know and I, and I do I do completely understand as intriguing as it is Sarah putting out the Bella Twins hell I hosted the show on the fucking Bella Twins I'm a big fan of the Bella Twins but they would, did not put on the best tag team matches of all time True. Mickey was probably the better single star of them the women's evolution didn't solely come for them but Booker T and Stevie Ray came up at a time where black wrestlers were not getting representation and were not being held to main events of companies and Harlem Heat did that you know, now, based on your argument, your logic, you're there, right. David, right? And I'm not disagreeing. I'm absolutely spot on. We're talking about representation, equality, and so forth. Surely that must be then. There's space for at least one women's team and Harlem no. Does that mean like one of the two? Sorry, back has to go. I'm I'm going to throw an argument there against the Bellas as well. I thought for it to be a tag mm. team, both of them had to be able to actually wrestle. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this, Alan. <laughs> Alan, see if we were to do this list in 10, 15 years' time when the big promotions actually know how to book a women's tag team division equally to the men's, then we will definitely could have not one, but half of this list populated by women's tag teams. That could very well be a thing that happens, but the, the, the reality is up until this point women's tag team wrestling has become a fairly new phenomenon in the 21st century it's not been booked all that great especially in wwe nxt aside they've managed to improve that over there but if we're, you, i don't think that we can put in a women's tag team at this point in time as much as i love Billis, as much as i would love to put in the iconics there are some shining lights in the women's tag team division worldwide however at this ember. point in time <laughs> Shots in Ember, you know, the way I fucking love the way, but at this point in time, they don't deserve to be on Mount Rushmore tag teams. That spot has to go to Harlem Heat. Alan, you just have an excuse to have another show, though. I'm amazed no one ever brought up the Rhodes brothers, not us. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're going to stay close to home, just make it as a real interesting debate. Uh, Paul Promotions, selfie generation. Hey. <laughs> I see great ICW tag teams, but I'm, I'm only laughing. But I said Polo, I was kind of expecting Jackie, Jackie to start getting chanted there by you know Quacky, but he didn't say I'm so no, disappointed. Do you know why? Do you know why I'm not? Because I am sitting here kicking myself because un- unfortunately, right now, I actually uh, agree with David. <laughs> allow, allow me to throw a team that I, I feel that no one's mentioned this. And I kind of feel this is one that maybe we've missed a, missed a trick on. Some people might argue British, stro- British Strong Style. In particular, the team of Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Mm. Yeah, really, what do you think of them? Really great team. Really, really fantastic team. Performed but at if, the top level in big yeah, places. Made a totally. huge impact. If we're bringing them up, 
and I, I'm not dismissing him as a contender, but I would say that a contender to the spot we've given to the machine guns and not this <laughs> third spot. You know, I, I don't think that you could ignore some of the other teams that we're passing over on this list to put both um, the Motor City Machine Guns and British Songstyle on the list, but that's just that would be my point of view on it. I'd put, I'd put British Songstyle because right now we're looking at pretty much an all-American Mount Rushmore. Now, wait a wee minute, okay? Hear me out. I'm in a bit of a silly mood, believe but Ash and Pikachu. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. This is a wrestling tag team. We're not going to put Hobbs and Shaw on the list. You know, we're not putting Ant and Deck on the list. We're not putting Ash and Pikachu on the list. It's a wrestling tag team. Get a hold of yourself. It's good. Oh my God. You can go about the Kane and Undertaker then. If you're throwing like non wrestling iconic duos, I mean, there's also Jack Graham and Car Parks. That could make it. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Stephen Wilson sorry. complaining about COVID regulations. There's so many tag teams. I thought it was Jack, Jack Graham in the back of the deli. Car <laughs> parks. And I'll, I'll, I'll give Campbell that one. Wilson and COVID or what? That's that's been the greatest feud of 2021. Oh, no, I'm telling you right now. No, that's not going in. He's not had to get anything factually correct yet. Oh no. my god. Wow, you're gonna get a text in the morning, Alan. Um, but, <laughs> but I do I do have to say I have to bring it up, right? I, I want to say this because Kwaku's audibly said he agrees with putting Harlem Heat in. So see before we maybe revisit the debate on the machine guns versus British Stong style, I would really want to strongly propose that Harlem Heat are, are solidified on this Mount Rushmore because I, I, I just feel it's morally correct and actually historically correct for Harlem Heat to be on the, the mountain. You know what I mean? Right. Rick, I'm agreeing with because otherwise this podcast is going to run for about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him have his way. Right. I'll be convinced you. Five, we should put five teams on a Rushmore. Who says Rushmore has to be four? Harlow Heat is later. Right. Well, going to the fact just to shut up, Campbell. Uh, there we go. Harlow Heat have made the third place. They are in the Mount Rushmore. Five so, hours later. <laughs> We're all lost to it, man. That's a right. point. SpongeBob and Patrick should go in. <laughs> right, somebody you quacko. <laughs> right, last spot. Right, so we were talking there. It's got, everyone's saying it's got to be one of the, the three TLC teams. Yeah. Just want to put it here. Now, the very first tag team I've ever seen in WWE wasn't them, but they were from their generation, and I think they're phenomenal. Doubtless. Doubtless. Outlaws were sensational, and for a long time, up until the DC teams came in, they were the team that carried the tag team division. True. Cultural, pop culture impact of the Outlaws cannot be disputed either. Hmm. Like growing up as a kid, as soon as you heard that like Road Dogs starting, you got hyped, you popped. That was <laughs> a big thing. See, yep. from this, actually, I think the next in the series should be Mount Rushmore of Stables. I mean, we would need a full mountain range to carve the stables one for... Yes. It needs to happen. We'll get to it, don't worry, it's happening. And I mean, I've got this list of other teams that weren't mentioned, teams that keep top of my head, right, they've not been mentioned yet, right? And there's some incredible teams, we've got Hell in the War, right? I've got the Bronx of Destruction there. Uh, we've also got The Shield. We've got the Natural Disasters, uh, a team I always loved, and they were at the era of you know, TLC teams, Outlaws. Maybe not associated with being a tag team, but they were a very good tag team, which is Shamrock and Bossman, I thought. 
know, Heart Foundation's not here, the Steiner brothers. Steiners, Steiners could have been contenders to Harlem Heat. I, I just think that Harlem Heat were more exciting than Ring, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other ones. We've got American Alpha, uh, we've got DIY, War Machine. My personal favourite team of all time in TNA was AJ Styles and Kurt Angle. They were phenomenal mm-hmm. tag team champions. You know, Pardon yeah. the pun. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Styles and Daniels. You want to know a combination with yeah. Daniels falling angel on it. I mean, DX as well. Well, that's another one that has been mentioned, Dan. We're talking about the TLC and Attitude Era teams. Um, like two, the pop that Too Cool got in Attitude Era might not have oh, been the, the best in ring work of the whole time. Cool. But if we're yeah. talking about the Attitude Era to round out this fourth spot, then you know, Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sexy knew how to open a show, knew how to pop a crowd, man. Boy, Rumble 2000, the place went last when it was the three of them in the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, Guys, are you, are you still thinking one of the TLC teams? Or yeah, it has to be one of the TLC. It's all came down to this, Alan. Like, right, well, <laughs> do you know what? This is probably going to take so probably the next 15 minutes or so. I'm going to let it rip and fight for it. Or you go. Hardest. It's basically. It's going to be Grant making the decision here, isn't it? Because Black is going to stand by his, like Sarah's going to stand by hers, I'm going to stand by the correct answer, and then Grant's going to have to make a a right decision or a wrong decision between the three. So, how about right? Okay, he's got a couple minutes each to state your case, and we'll see how it goes. See if you can Mm -hmm. turn anyone. Right. So, David, we'll start with you. Tell us why 3D get one. I, I felt hell battle because Grant actually took a, a quick wee pop at the Dudleys uh, earlier on in the show, so I understand uh, if this is a hell I die on. But I, I do have to reiterate, we're talking about the greatest tag teams of all time. And if you're talking about tag team, it's not just the wrestling, it's the stuff around them. Uh, the Hardys were very much an in-ring, defy all odds stable, so too edging Christian. The Dudleys were defined by the words Devon get the tables and that whole arena chanted that along with them and they did it like I said in ECW going back to the roots of that company we haven't had any ECW representation yet in this list they did it in WWE and defined tag team wrestling the bumps they took in those TLC matches I think it, you, you think Dub is a dick that's a, that's a fair point Grant but he also went through about four tables in that TLC match surely that brings you some joy you know and then they, they go through their TNA run and like I said they became TNA Hall of Famer they became one of the most important focal points of that company not at its worst era they were one of the most important focal points of that company Team 3D at one of its best eras at one of its most fondly remembered eras at the era where it was for lack of a better term the EEW of its day it was the truly alternative brand and Team 3D were a massive part of that I remember personally going to see a TNA house show um, at the Brayhead Arena. It must have been around 2008 or something like that. And I remember seeing that they at least put some fucker through a table. And it was the pop of the night. I think it was the Latin American exchange they, they, they were wrestling that night. And it was by far the loudest pop of that night in a show that included Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, uh, and the legend that is Dixie Carter. Yes, that's right. She's my new Linda McMahon. Um, but I do have to attest again, Edging Christian, better as single stars. The Hardys had their better days as single stars. The Dudleys, Bubba Ray and Devon were always better as a team. And that's why they should be on the list. Excellent points there, David. Really interesting to hear. Again, Sarah, your reactions are each up to you because you're going to burst the floor of yours. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. 
of acknowledging it. Uh, I'm just going to move straight on to why Edge and Christian are the ones that deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore. So, given the fact that, yes, they have, they had successful runs as single stars, but you can never, ever doubt the passion that they had to entertain the fans every single time that they went out to the ring. You can always say that Edge and Christian would always do the utmost and extra to resonate with the crowd, whether they were heels, you know, with their long blonde hair and their sunglasses when they were with Gangrel or when they were, you know, the masters of the five second pose. It was just fun watching them. But when you get some of the best matches that have culminated from being against Edge and Christian because they have the chemistry and they can work with pretty much any single person. I mean, I remember watching tag team matches when they were against like Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. Again, really great matches against The Undertaker and The Rock. That's another match that still sticks in my head that people usually tend to forget about. And obviously, they were just so big in Pioneers. Like, yes, Edge may have went on to be a very successful single star, even though that was not the original intention. So we don't know what could have happened with them had that not happened. But you just need to actually think that when it comes to chemistry, and they're first of all not related, and they've they were only together for a very short time. It takes a great deal to be able to actually gel with somebody and gel with them that well that you could literally put them together at any possible time. People would pop for the reunion, no matter what, and they could literally work with anybody. Like I've seen Edge on his own work with some of the new guys. I've seen Christian on his own working with some up-and-comers. So see them if they were together and had the chance to work some, with some of the up-and-coming tag teams, like say Street Profits or even AJ and Omos, they probably would have put Omos over massively, right? So that's why I just think that when it comes to not only talent, but chemistry and entertainment, like they are, ah, shit, this is the total package. Excellent point to again. Quack, I'm going to come to you for the final rebuttal. Floor's yours. Hardies, hardies, hardies. They have to go in nine-time tag team champions in WWE, TNA tag team champions, Ring of Honor tag team champions, NWA tag team champions, amongst all others as well. Grant, these people are the pioneers of extreme tag team wrestling. They are the best. They are the people that you always talk about from the TLC era. They're the people that can reinvent themselves over and over again and still remain relevant after all these years. Look at the fact that what was the first chance that happened in WWE that originated from TNA? Delete from a completely uh, an obscure line that Seth Rollins said, he said obsolete. Everyone started chanting delete. Everyone kept on chanting delete, 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 delete. WrestleMania 33, look at the return. Everybody holds their hardies in their heart. You have the power to keep everybody's heart going by keeping the hardies in and making sure they are in the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Do you know why? Because you're a good man and I believe in you. Beautifully bright. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, you've got an exceptionally tough decision. What's your thoughts? What are you, what are you thinking of? 
I mean, this this has possibly been the toughest episode of the Dragons Den I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm offering you a hundred percent for fuck all. <laughs> Peter Jones has grown a beard. <laughs> Thank Christ you never said Bannatine because I hate that prick. <laughs> you know how Pephetus likes to test their inventions? Grapple just puts us all for a table to test the durability. A Japanese table just to be sure. <laughs> Come on, we all know Deborah is the best dragon. Let's let's calm this conversation right now. All right. I mean, look at looking at the all three she, she used to dress like Dr. Evil, enough of that. All three have put us forward solid arguments. Sarah missed a trick on her one though. She never pitched the brood to me. Oh, come on! <laughs> she never pitched them, Grant. That, I pitched the team of Gangrel! And Quacky focused on a chant made by Matt. Jeff had nothing to do with it, really. <laughs> I missed uh, Brother Nero, he was part of it. Silent. He was Ca- silent. Cam- Campbell made, <laughs> Campbell, Campbell's made some great arguments. Quacky's made some great arguments. Quacky like, gave me some solid pointers there. David's put in some. He's actually. He does have good points if I put my objections against one of the Dudleys to the side. Sarah, I'm afraid. Edge and Christian are deleted. The delete! Delete! That great Matt Hardy chant. You are delete. no longer the best person on this podcast. Sing the rest for Matt Hardy. Delete! Delete! Well, that means if, if they're deleted, Sarah gets a say then. And who ah, are the other two? Ah, we have to be inclusive here, guys. Ah, and then? And if it goes to a tie, I will obviously have to break it. But I'm going to make, your choice. I'm going to make... So I'm going to break some hearts here. I'm so sorry. Get it up, you Campbell. Get it right up, you. The Dudleys are obsolete. 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 I'm back in Kwaku. I'm yes. back in the Hardys. Yes. I was yes. a big fan of the Hardys back in the day. Yes. I've done a swanton bomb. I've received it. Get it in you. <laughs> Grant, what you doing in the bedroom? Is it your business, son? <laughs> Sarah, since uh, Ed and Christian have now been deleted, What's your thoughts? Who's who are you picking? Deleted by Grant. Well, I just need to ask both David and Quacky, what's in it for me if I back you? Um, a Swanton bath bomb. A Swanton bath bomb and a Fredo. Can't respond to integrity here. I'm trying to pick them out, Rushmore. Jesus! No, I will buy your votes because you deleted my tag team all because I didn't mention the brood. I mentioned Gangrel. Anyway, it's cool. <laughs> I'm composed one eternity later. It's a toughie. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go with the Hardys. Damn it. Damn it. That's fair. If we're not putting on the young box, might as well put on the dad. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The shade. I, I now disagree with you on Harlem Pete for that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's just because I've never. I, I, I was the same as Grant. I never really got the Dudleys. Like the whole we'll game of people get the tables, and that, that's what anyone would pop for. And you're like, to be fair, yeah. Hardy's are iconic. The Hardy's are an iconic tag team. Any one of those three tag teams would have been, you know, fantastic. I'll, I'll what edged the hardest for me is I was a big fan of them and the fact that they did reinvent themselves fully to me. Sometimes mm. the Dudleys, when they went over Team 3D, still felt kind of the same, just taking the PG yeah. off. 
Hardy's completely reinvented themselves and Let's made it work. Cheesy and go home. I, lie, I thought you should have had the three of them in. I'm, I'm actually quite shocked that only you won them in. My personal favourite of the three is the Hardys, but I thought you should have, if you had got to go one, I, I thought you should have picked 3D because they're the most successful. Uh, you've, got, you've got to think about the era, you know. You, I think we've done well dividing this up. You know, you've got a tag team that divide the golden era of wrestling. You've got a WCW tag team. You've got an Attitude Era tag team, and we do have the mm-hmm. the newer generation tag team that the Grant did bring up a, a debate about. Should we revisit the machine I guns? Think, maybe. I think well, we had to stick to that this time because with the the men's Mount Rushmore, we set out at the start and we'll have different generations. Now we ended up with four from the attitude here. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know something nice since that first show? The amount of times I've woke up and said, I wish I picked Cena over Austin. But there's days that I love things I wake up and I go, I made the right decision. It literally changes day by day. The other three, well, I don't believe McMahon should be in it, but he was 14 in. Rock and Taker were always set for me. They were always in it. I'd have probably picked Austin in there and then it'd be Cena, but I do make up somebody and go, I wish I picked Cena, not Austin. But anyway, I'd like it. Can I, can I, can I throw, because Grant already said British Songs trial could challenge the machine guns. I would argue that a stronger pick to challenge the machine guns could be G.O.D. Like, I, I, I just think the Gorillas of Destiny, if we're going to reflect the modern era, New Japan has been one of the best pure wrestling companies of the modern era, and the Gorillas of Destiny have managed to define that tag team division in a way that hasn't really been done in the days since Bullet Club, and I, I do prefer G.O.D. to Gallows and Anderson, really. I, I, I would argue that G.O.D. may be over the machine guns, to be honest. Right. Well, before we go on to... Detail. Let's just get our concrete ones in submitted. Legion of Doom, absolutely in, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Right. Harlem Team, absolutely in, no questions asked. Yeah. And the Hardys are in, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. So it's down to motorcycle machine guns. So you put GOD down, David. Waku, Sarah, do you have any other alternatives to potentially place the machine guns? Young Bucks. I- my cheesy puffs. <laughs> my cheesy puffs. <laughs> I'm in a spiraling pit of depression now, so... I, I mean, not trying to stir in here, but, you know, Quacko's got two in, Campbell's got one in, and at the moment, Grant's got one in. Sarah, you don't have any answer. If you're going to get somebody well, in, this is your time to fight. With all fairness, I got, you know... I got in last, so I didn't get any of the good cards. But you're saying Red Dragon, they were also undisputed there. Yeah, I mean, what a tag them. team. They don't like them. It's not that they don't like them. I've I was just, I just think if you're going to say Red Dragon, then I would say both DIY and The Revival, who we've not even discussed, are better. That would be my, that would be my counterpoint. Obviously, see this, just think of Hawkeye listening to this going, Fight, Sarah, fight! You'd want to fight for them. <laughs> I'm down. And Red Dragon, you could fight for the fact that they did wrestle in a lot of places and get tagged in a lot of places. This is where I love GOD. We know I'm a huge GOD fan. The only reason I go against them is they've only really got tag gold in Japan. They've yeah. not done it in a lot of other places. Don't get me wrong, they've okay. totally redefined the division over there. They've kind okay. of carried it, really, at the times when it was low. I'm going to fight for my boys. 
I'm going to fight for them. I'm going to fight for them. She's up for the count of nine. She's killing the fight. Is it going to end on one pick each? Or is somebody going to be the victor and get the two? If it doesn't, I'm going on strike. Right? (laughs) But yes, what about Red Dragon slash Undisputed Era? Because they are the same people. They are the same people. Um, They have have brought the... They've brought forward the tag team division when it started floundering again in NXT. You can't deny that. And the fact that... And Bobby Fish wasn't injured. And Bobby Fish wasn't injured. Yeah, oh, Bobby Fish was injured team. a lot. Yeah, that he was injured an awful lot. I, I do actually really respect Sarah's fight like for Red Dragon. I barely fought. <laughs> but it's, a, it's an argument we're going to tear apart within seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm, gonna ha- I'm currently handed in my resignation at you uh-huh. since it's like... Oh, right, well, just to, just to <laughs> throw a spanner works. You're talking about inc- inclusiveness. Why? And I get, David, your logic your, your logic for why women's rest, there isn't really any women's tag team who's eligible to win at the moment. I, I totally understand it. But surely the Iconics are the one team that kind of break that and push it. I mean... Say what do you think the iconics are worth it, or do you think the Bellas are a better team? Should there be a female presence in the Mount Rushmore or women? Should the Mount Rushmore be in the Mount Rushmore? I don't know. My favourite is trying to make me feel better on like David Campbell. No, I just want you to fight. I'm enjoying the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Debates, man. I'm. I think Sarah, fight some fire and flavour. No. <laughs> don't. Don't. Because if I, if you get me started with, uh, with Tasha and Kira, then, you know, I love them. I love yeah. them. They're great. Hello. They are. All, they are all great. <laughs> but I, I think if we're not going to pick Gorillas of Destiny over the Machine Guns, there's very few tag teams that I would even bring close to the table for that modern era. I mean, Gorillas of Destiny, ha- like Grant said, haven't really won titles outside of Japan. So otherwise, that- I would have argued the likes of um, Apollo Fifty Five or the Golden Lovers. Can I- can I just yeah. ask, see the original debate when it was Young Bucks versus Motor City Machine Guns, see when we put somebody into the Mount Rushmore, that should be like no comebacks, it should happen and stuff like that. So maybe Motor City Machine Guns should have gone in the, uh, the first place if we're not arguing that other people may go in. Just say. Clack is right, Motor City Machine Guns should stay. Um, if it means that the young bucks have a sniff of getting on that mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I agree with you, Clacker, 100%. You're right. The integrity of the... <laughs> Wait, the, fu- yep. the funny thing is, if we didn't go Motor City Machine Guns, three viable alternatives are all Bullet Club tag teams. Young Bucks, yeah. Good Brothers, and no. Girl- the Girls of Destiny are all Bullet Club. Not yeah. pulling promotions? <laughs> No. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> you did talk quite a lot and quite passionately a wee bit about the outlaws. I, I know you're saying do. something new, sort of your generation, but I almost threw the time splitters out there. I will, I will actually point something out that no one's pointed out. Accidentally or not, both me and Kwaku had no day on the list, and I understand they only did it in WWE, but that maybe has to count for something. I would Again, put a new day over Monster City Machine Guns. I'm just here for the greater good now. I believe I used the term no take backsies earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do, I do think that the machine guns over New Day, I would, I would accept purely because we we want to have that indie non WWE flavour to the list and sort of respect that side of wrestling. Is that what you ordered at the gelato shop? No, that's what that's what. 
Lawrence murdered out of Greg's. Um, but I do, <laughs> I do have to say, if we're looking at 21st century wrestling, it's, the story hasn't been defined by WWE. The story's been defined by the rising companies outside of uh, Connecticut. You know, So I, I do have to say that it feels good to have the machine guns as representatives of that side of modern wrestling on the list, even though I think New Day would be very strong contenders also for that last spot. You have to say, just look at these. Grant just looks so nonchalant, relaxed. He's just like, oh, it's machine guns. It looks like machine guns. It looks so casual, but it's so blase. <laughs> yeah, so are we sticking in the machine guns or is Quacky going to sneak in with Young Bucks? Machine guns. Well, I'm not. I'm machine not, guns. Um, yeah, I'm not getting much um, support on it. So, yeah, machine guns are right. <laughs> So, we're sticking with the Motor City machine guns. So, just to make sure there's no t- take back season, lad. The final submitted Mount Rushmore Tag Team Wrestling is the Legion of Doom, Alan Heat, the Hardy Boys, and the Motor City machine guns. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Right, get your chisels and hammers out. Let's start building this one. <laughs> we have our Mount Rushmore. So there we go. So, I've got Wilson's address so we can go and chisel it on the side of his hook. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's been another episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I just want to thank my panel again. First of all, Mr. Kwaku J. What up? Mr. David Campbell. It's been uh, raised my blood pressure, but it was fun. <laughs> what do you mean? Your blood pressure is always on rage. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Our good sports, Cedar Grieve. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I can elevate everyone else's ego in this podcast. That is what I'm here for. Oh, Sarah, hugs. It's all right. We should have the hated one in the podcast. That's me. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. And just for David Hockney, we undisputed their symbol. Oh, they didn't make it, Dave. They didn't make it. <laughs> well, on uh, that note, I think it's a perfect time to end the show. So, thank you again for listening to us, guys. Remember, you know, we can find us at Suplex Retweet and all the socials at each suplexretweet.com. Please have a listen to us. Please have a look at the website and our YouTube channel. We've got loads of other shows like Book It. There's going to be another conspiracy theory at some point this month. I'm not going to tell you when because that would take away the conspiracy of all. I don't want you knowing what I'm going to do. But again, thank you so much. I have been the most hated guy in the podcast, the Scottish big dog, the lawmaker, Arnold Lucas. Thank you very much. Good night. Hello, I am Jack Graham. I am Scott McLeod. And I'm David Hockney. And you can catch us hosting one of the greatest shows in the history of podcasts, Saturday Draft Live. You can tune in every Saturday to find out who on the ESSR has the best chance of winning the current season of our Saturday Draft. As always, you can catch Saturday Draft Live on all good podcasting platforms.